0: One fish,
1: two fish, red fish, let's do this. You are about to enter a world that blurs the line between fact and fiction, where truth is clouded by imagination. Five stories, some are real, some are fake. Join us as we play along with a television cult classic and go beyond, Beyond Belief.
0: Hello and welcome to Beyond Beyond Belief, episode number 30. I'm Jesse Chapman. With me, as always, Chris Newth. Hey guys. Kyle Maddock. That's a fact. And Mark Wahlberg. Hey there. Today, we are reviewing season three, episode 10 of Beyond Belief, fact or Fiction, which, if you don't know, was a 1990s TV show hosted by Jonathan Frakes that featured five stories that defied explanation. Some of those stories were based on real events. Others, totally fake. In our show, we try to figure out which are fact and which are fiction, and we'd love you guys listening to play along with us. You don't even have to know what Beyond Belief is. If you like strange stories, you'll like our show. We'll summarize the stories for you, make our own predictions, you should make your predictions, and at the end of the show, we'll find out the truth behind those stories together. Today on our show, we have a special guest, Wolfie Yanovich. Wolfie, thank you for joining us today. Uh, hi. Wolfie. <laughs> You are, you are uh, a friend of a friend, or more accurately, the son of one of my friends. Uh, your mom and I have worked together on many movies in the past, and I've met you on several occasions, and we wanted to reach out to see if you could lend a unique perspective to the stories of Beyond Belief.
2: Right. We kind of wanted the perspective of an 11-year-old, and so you're perfect. Not okay. a twelve-year-old, not a not a ten-year-old. No, who knows? You could blow us all out of the water. You know, it's you never know.
3: I feel like you're going to get a hundred percent.
2: Yeah, show us. It's all very up. intimidating because uh, we've been doing this for a long time. So if we lose to you, that'll be really. A... Hey, hey, Wolfie, you want to know a fun fact? Uh, sure. Cr- Chris has never gotten them all correct.
4: Oh, really? okay. But you know. we all have. Okay, so feel free to throughout the episode just kind of you know remind Chris of that.
0: Can I read a few quotes? Because I wrote down some things you said. The first thing you, s- <laughs> the first thing you said that I thought was pretty great was, "quote What kind of acting is this?"
5: Nineties <laughs> <laughs> yeah. acting.
0: Yeah. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yep. It's so true.
2: Yeah. It was pretty great that you caught on right away. This was your first time watching the show, right? Yeah. And what what were your general thoughts on it?
5: It's cheesy, mm-hmm. uh, but it, like the stories, they were weird and. Some of them, they didn't even make sense to <laughs> weird standards.
2: Welcome to Beyond Belief. Yes, we are
3: all on the same page. I'm <laughs> glad you're with us.
5: This one, it's weird because the like some of them are supernatural, mm-hmm. but they're based off of the, whoever's telling them. So if they want to make them sound weirder, they could do whatever y-
0: they You're going to do far better than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're already catching on, and it took us several months to come up with some of these theories, so you're going to do just fine. Uh, so it might be kind of cool to have a uh, fresh... New perspective because we
2: also watched the show when we were your age yeah. as kids.
5: So you might be more gullible than I.
2: <laughs> I probably am. <laughs> yeah, he, he for is. sure.
3: So Wolfie, that that brings me. Uh, do you believe in
5: ghosts? Uh, I mean, I don't really believe in them. Like, there's stories that people might make up that are based on some facts, just like this show. So uh, I don't believe in them, but some people probably see weird things.
0: Love it. I always think Great. to myself, like, if we think that, like schizophrenia and like these mental conditions are real where like people hear voices and stuff That that is more in line to me with why supernatural events occur kind mm-hmm. of like hallucinations your brain
2: and, can do some weird things yeah
0: there's electricity going on in there it's just like a short circuit or something that's kind of <laughs> where I'm electricity at, in there. you know and i think some people who do believe in ghosts think something similar but think that we're then tapping into some other something i just think the brain is just messed up we're yeah. just lucky that it works as well as it does i think <laughs> all right guys with that let's go ahead and dive into the stories today guys um, we have five wonderfully <laughs> ridiculous ones to get to and the first story of today's episode is called devil's tattoo
1: what do you need rennie she wants a tattoo have you ever had a tattoo before young lady no well i'll tell you what young lady why don't we go around and uh, see if you find anything that pleases you? She doesn't have to go around. I want you to do it, this one. No, I can't do that. And I won't do it. Oh, you're going to do it. You're going to put that tattoo on her neck.
0: My favorite quote of this story, If you really love me, you'll get the tattoo. Which, as we all know, every great, stable relationship <laughs> yeah, it is was based a f- off forcing people to do things they don't want. It
2: was quite an abusive... <laughs> In my opinion, relationship. There was a. In your opinion. In my opinion, <laughs> yes. I'm taking a stand here. I'm in gonna...
0: Kyle's opinion, it was a very normal relationship. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. I cried a little. Okay, was... so
2: this story was about a uh, a biker named Rennie who took his girlfriend to a tattoo parlor to get a tattoo, and it was a surprise to her because she didn't know she was getting a tattoo that day. <laughs> so he introduces her to the tattoo artist Wes, and. West seems even skeptical about giving this girl a tattoo because she is reluctant and doesn't seem to want it and it all seems to be Rennie who's pushing it. What he wants specifically is a a tattoo of what looks like what a demon face or yeah, something. I think yeah, it was like
5: a devil the with devil. snakes on its head. Like devil yes. Medusa. Like a kind of a demon Medusa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very so
2: creepy. He wants that on her neck and so uh there's some <laughs> there's some conflict there the tattoo needle actually starts moving on its own. And before Wes can actually give her a tattoo... The needle plunges itself into Rennie's chest. Kind of flies across the room. Yes. By its own. As if no, it were possessed. Th- like
5: after so the the biker, he says, pick it up, give her the tattoo. So the tattoo artist he picks it up and then like leaps out of his hands and yes. flies right into the guy's right, chest Right, killing
0: him. There wasn't really a lot of explanation behind the the mythology of the tattoo, but it seemed like there was some ritual or seance type well, situation.
2: There was the- mentioned that two girls previously. previously. Previously, who had gotten this tattoo
4: ended up disappearing. Disappearing. Yeah, and forced same way. Like Rennie forced these girls. So there's some
0: sort of cult or something going on where if you give women this tattoo, they disappear. Which I.
3: Don't you think this tattoo artist would uh, inform the police about after the first two I think girls? After the first,
4: you know, one, it feels two like girls he's being threatened by Rennie. Okay, so he, so he does look nervous. scared too. He does yeah. look scared.
5: Yeah, he, and he looked like a little bit superstitious. So wh- yeah. when he saw the devil tattoo, he seemed like scared because of whatever religion he was in. So it might have been yeah. he didn't inform the police one because. He was scared of the cult and what they could do to him, and maybe like he was scared that the devil tattoo was watching him.
0: Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Like he definitely believed in in something with yeah. his tattoo. What if he? Yeah. It would have been a good reveal if and he had the also, tattoo. And also, it,
5: it might have been like uh, he was the one telling the story, so he might have believed that the uh, needle was spinning on its own when really he just picked it up and stabbed the guy. Right.
2: That could have been a good excuse, like, right? They, if he they, ended they up- didn't
5: tell who's actually uh, saying the story. Like, was it the girl? It couldn't have been the guy because he's dead right yeah right it could have been the tattoo artist and he could have made yeah, the, up some crazy story the
3: tattoo artist could very well have been trying to defend the girl killed the guy with a right. needle and then when the cops came they just made, made up the a story, story where they're like
0: it got possessed and flew across the room do you think that the cops because they said at the end like he explained and with with her eyewitness testimony the cops let him off and i'm just like would they have done that i feel like you would is this like a stand your ground type law? Well, we, we don't
5: know where this is. It could have been in a really sketchy area. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> yes. he, he, the the guy was like the host. He even said that, like the I forget exactly what the quote is, but something about the dangerous tattoo. Parlors still existing,
2: right? And, wow, oh yeah, the yeah. seedy dens of, yeah. of tattoo parlors. Yeah, it,
5: it definitely looked very sketchy. And doesn't he go on the phone without the tattoo artist or the girl seeing him? Oh. So who's telling the story? Right. Oh, yeah.
1: So
2: Rennie apparently at some point in the story, Rennie called a mysterious person on the phone and basically said something to the effect of "Everything's going according to plan" or something like that. Which yeah. Yeah. like,
0: what is the plan that's the never top. explained? Was, and
2: you think he's talking to his cult members, right?
5: or something like that. They might have been planning to do a ritual Yeah. uh, uh, that they they have to have the tattoo.
4: Yeah, Mm. but then on top of all of that, we're asked to believe that, but then we're also
0: asked to believe if a tattoo needle can be possessed and then kill this bad guy. It's like a double. Mm, There's too much going on. Okay, well, we've analyzed the story. Let's go ahead on to predictions. I'll go first. Do I think it's possible that a tattoo artist tried to save a woman in an abusive situation and just killed him, and somehow the police maybe were okay with that? Yes. So I'm going to vote fact on this story. Next up, Mark. I'm going to go with this one is too crazy to be made up, so fact. All right, Kyle. For both of those
3: reasons, I'm going to agree with you guys. Um, I also think it was just a tattoo artist who was protecting a woman, and they made up a story, and yeah, fact. Chris.
2: Do I think that this uh, tattoo needle can become possessed and kill someone? No. But I do believe (laughs) that someone could have been killing to protect this girl. So I'm going to say fact on this one, too. Wolfie,
0: what do you think?
5: Probably he made up the story. But because of the eyewitness testimony from the girl who was a victim uh, from this abusive guy, it's probably like the police didn't grill them too hard. So it's probably fact.
0: Wow. All right. Great. So Love we've it. all made our predictions. Now there's one more prediction we like to make, which is the prediction of random chance. Each week we flip a coin. Heads means the coin is predicting fact. Tails means the coin is predicting fiction. And we just see if at the end of the show, are we smarter than flipping a coin? <laughs> <laughs> Usually. Sometimes we, we're not. It's about even. Yeah, it's about even. All right. Let's go ahead and flip the coin. Okay, the coin is with us. The coin's going to predict fact as well. And we are going to move on to story number two, which is called Static Man.
4: Mr. Yates, you are killing off the people of my tribe by destroying the rainforest. Not another one. Soon, there will
6: be nothing. You have been warned, but you refuse to listen. You are cursed.
3: Come on, that's ridiculous. Look. If you or your tribe has a problem with
0: Atlantis paper, I suggest you contact our attorneys. This story starts out with an incredible slow motion shot. However, it, Did it, anyone else notice Yeah
5: it, it, it really seems like he was just walking in slow motion Like right. no they didn't film it <laughs> he, They could have just shot that scene once And maybe they were all tired So they just walked slowly
0: yeah. <laughs> We were like why Like they were holding protest signs Yeah up. one
5: of them just said like tree killer I don't. Th- I don't think this is uh, starting off as a realistic event, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> Everyone's immediately yeah. yeah there were well, filming one's actually kind of topical. Because Peter of, for
5: trees would probably be more clever. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's clever true. Rhetoric. Yeah, the signs were uh, yeah. signs were basic. The signs were very say. basic. Um, Kyle, you're going to give us a summary. What happened in this story?
3: Holy cow! I forgot this one was me. Um, <laughs> Preston G. Yates is a businessman. He owns a company. I'm not entirely sure what they do, but their company is cutting down trees. I think they
5: were like a paper company. They
3: were they were just a paper. company I think company. they
5: were called Atlantic paper it was dunder I mifflin <laughs> i,
3: I believe think they Wolfie just made on
5: paper like a paper factory
3: okay so they're cutting down trees all over the world and in south america and preston runs into this tribesman from um, some south american tribe who curses preston after preston says he will not stop cutting down all the trees and we immediately see a tissue that preston threw in the trash fly back up and stick to his suit sleeve. For
5: whatever reason, he like took the tissue out of his jacket. I feel like that would be like a handkerchief kind of
3: thing. It's, it was a tissue. He wasn't a handkerchief kind like of guy, I guess. He, if it was cloth, that's just would have not maybe, been a problem. Maybe he
5: got on so. his discount from his company.
3: <laughs> they give out
5: free tissues because
3: they make them. So then he goes to uh, a very important meeting with a couple Japanese businessmen. And they're in the midst of discussions when all of a sudden the... Paper just starts sticking to Preston. Chessy is laughing because the story is Sorry, ridiculous. It's so silly. Like a doily sticks to his head. He opens his suitcase and the papers like spew out and they're sticking to him like he's got glue on his they hands. They probably
5: just had a hand in there pushing them. Like, yeah, they had it, like it,
3: they had some really small PA in the suitcase pushing the paper out. Yeah. And then later on, you see Preston a day later or something, and he's got <laughs> he's got this big old fat suit and there's paper they
5: stuffed up the sleeves. Yeah, yeah. There was, it was costume, stuck to him. Yeah. The costume designers were too lazy. You just stick some paper on it. I know space. you haven't
3: seen any other episodes, but that was probably the greatest costume in <laughs> Beyond Belief history, actually. <laughs> so he's he's like, he's like looking for the tribesman that cursed him, and he finds him. And Preston's like, how do I get this curse away? And he goes, you have to give me your word that you'll stop cutting down the trees. And uh, Preston eventually says, okay, I promise all the paper falls off of Preston, and we later find out that he turned his paper company into a recycling company. This sounds and like the a curse Lorac- never returns. Turned.
0: With
5: the good twist at the end With
0: the Lorax yes, Yeah Exactly <laughs> This this is one of the more loo- This story is asking us to believe Can a Can a businessman Be cursed In an ironic way Right That's pretty much it He's He cuts down the forest And then paper sticks to him
5: And after the story Every single time Like it's the intro To the next story uh, He makes some sort of pun That involves Like he's trying to say The web of lies But he just changes the noun So In this one he says It's a tissue of lies Yeah
0: it's blank of lies. Just fill in the blank. That's yeah, but tissue goes. of lies... Web of well, lies is a phrase. Tis- he goes, is this story just a tissue of lies? And we all looked at each other well, like, no one that says that. That's not a thing.
5: But, <laughs> like, he did... Read- Okay pun before Like the cat Mouse thing That didn't even Look like a cat Or a mouse Yeah, uh, yeah That
0: was the prop In the intro Of the show They right. always use It didn't even prop. have
5: to Do with the story It was just some Like white cat sculpture That they turned Upside down And it looked like A mouse Yeah
2: it was I'm so weak. glad You're bringing this up Because <laughs> It is a
0: uh, We gotta really talk About how bad These illusions are
5: That cat statue Is the real Beyond belief thing <laughs>
0: Yeah Did their yeah. prop house Make that one If this show Was on the air today You would be able To like go on Their website and order these right. props, oh. and there would, would be people would that were doing. They would a killing of
3: lies. Wolfie, how could this story possibly be true?
5: Okay, so I don't think there's any way it could be true. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it, it, it might just be there could have been a huge protest about this sometime in the 90s. I wasn't alive then. I don't know what's going on. Uh, a <laughs> <The> crazy time. <thing. laughs> yeah, it was a crazy time. The, this then. might have just been some guy who went up and. You started talking about, oh, if you don't save the trees, you shall all be cursed. And then they decided, hey, maybe we should turn this into a false story to try and confuse people.
2: Well, here's and- the question. Why this guy? Because they go after this one person. There are so many people if you're that are... are
5: trying to... Change the world and make tree pollution stop. Why would you do it in like just a one state thing? You should go for like a city congressman or something. Right. Someone who will actually be able to talk That's what I'm well, saying.
0: Like why this guy, you know. Talk to, talk to the mayor. Curse the mayor.
5: Yeah, it, it just doesn't seem like a realistic story that would happen.
3: My mom can't wear watches with batteries because she drains them. Whoa. She can only wear wind-up watches. How does, how does that? I
0: don't know. Mm. It's unexplained Batteries just start Sticking to his mom They just start flying From <laughs> so, parts of the So maybe <laughs> I like
5: be like uh, Her skin Is like a better conductor And the battery yeah. Chooses to go that
2: Sure So, so like, the question so. is Can someone's body Chemically or electrically Attract paper In the way that this guy Did yeah. just like his mom And does it
3: become batteries? So
0: annoying That you change Your business model Right Alright guys Well we have analyzed <laughs> The story Let's go ahead On to predictions Kyle first up Fact or fiction
3: Our bodies do weird things And I think that this story has a kernel of truth. Fact.
0: Okay, I'll go next. This one feels like a goofy story that the writers were just excited to, to be silly with. So I am going to go fiction on this one. Mark.
4: I wonder if there was a person who just had this condition where paper would stick to him, and then they made up this whole kind of fable around it. Uh, and that's still. But being, would
5: that count as true or would false? that count? As,
4: yeah, we Ooh. don't know the percentage in this show. <laughs> Good question. I'm going to stick with my gut, though, and go fact. All right, Wolfie, you're next. Fact okay, or fiction? I mean,
5: there could have been a guy who had some sort of condition like this, but then if you think about it, if he had the condition and he started turning into a recycling company, would it stop? No,
2: it wouldn't stop.
5: Exactly. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. he would walk into co- company every day. I want to change my prediction. Not, not I, fresh new paper would stick to him, but nasty old used paper would yeah, stick to I, him. I feel
5: like he wouldn't go recycling, like he would change back if it didn't stop. I mean, I didn't watch the show, there might have been a story like this where stuff stuck to a guy, like paper or something, and then they just were looking through their old episodes for ideas, and then they saw this. <laughs> oh hey, maybe Maybe we should make up a story like this. I'm gonna have to go fiction. This doesn't
4: seem so he's more cynical than us.
2: (laughs) I am such a fool. I have seen the error in my
0: ways. All right, Chris, fact or fiction. It's fun, it was funny, it was comedic, but there's no way that this is true. Fiction. All right, guys, we've all made our predictions. Now we're gonna flip the coin. Coin is gonna go fact on this one. We'll see if that is accurate at the end of the show. And now we are gonna move on to story number three, which is called The Bloody
6: Hand. The second victim was lying on the floor next to the casket with a knife sticking out of her chest. Something was out of whack, and then it dawned on me. There was no blood from the wound. The woman had already been dead for a few
0: days and was probably in that coffin. This story starts off with this, like, framing reference of like a a cop investigating a crime scene at a funeral home and it's very 1950s detective he's voiceover he's like you know uh I got to investigate this crime and looking at the things and the things. And he's he's very, what did you say, Mark, what he was like the combo of? He is the combo
4: of William H. Macy and Michael Shannon. Yeah, like this. every other male totally. actor. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, very talking like this. Anyway, so the story he is telling is basically, there is a woman and a man, they get divorced. And the woman uh, essentially uh doesn't want the man to have any of the money, so he, she writes him out of the will and then dies uh is in the funeral home. The man comes into the funeral home, the husband who's been written out of the will
5: no this is what the detective is saying he thinks right. happened yeah, they yeah, this is all know. this is
0: all the theory is yeah so the so the the husband comes in the ex husband comes in and tries to steal this very expensive diamond uh heart of the ocean style necklace from the wife's uh corpse, essentially in the coffin. And then, in his imaginary retelling, the coffin is booby-trapped, and then a <laughs> With like
5: three different things. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> like a, a poison needle hits him in the hand. I don't know
5: where you get this. Like, if uh, did she know she was gonna die? She's like, okay, I'm gonna. Oh yeah, go get she had it coffin.
2: built in there. Yeah. Well, I think the funeral home director was Inspector Gadget. I'm <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. So the 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 poison dart hits him in the hand, and then. Uh, for some reason I don't really get This booby trap But she springs up Out of the coffin yeah, I And didn't even him know what it To d- spook him right? <laughs> Yeah so ba- the, basically The story is asking us To believe is like Was a, Did a woman die And then was she like Possessed with I don't know Macaulay I mean, the, Culkin's spirit Yeah did she get Home realized, alone her uh, own coffin Yeah exactly I, I
5: just realized If she didn't have Any blood So then she gets Stabbed it comes out Why is her face still Why did it have color If you, all your blood Is gone I think sometimes They do like head? Put
2: makeup on Make- Makeup, on yeah. to like cover that. The mortician. Because usually yeah, I think all, make them it would just be formaldehyde different. inside, so I don't think the corpse would... Yeah, it certainly wouldn't... Be, I think it would probably leak something because I think there
0: is... What a fluid in there Guys I mean, did down. a woman actually booby trap her own coffin What do you think To kill an evil ex-husband Yeah poison in the coffin and, and it's Poison not even scare like a, It's not
5: even a good booby trap It's like a, one of the worst booby traps you'll ever find I don't know
0: it I mean, worked it, it pretty good work. so.
5: yeah, but A booby a, trap that works is no, a good booby he, trap He had to do everything exactly as planned like, no <laughs> Well he we had to reach particular. for the
3: necklace right Yeah
5: but what if he like tugged the body out first <laughs> I mean,
3: Then she would have jumped at it <laughs> (laughs)
0: And 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 then then she probably would have got stabbed with the poison. And and then
3: on the bottom, you didn't see, but there was actually a little gun that would have shot a a needle at him if they were on the
0: floor. Kyle likes to invent a lot of additional booby traps. (laughs) It was it was an Indiana Jones. Yeah, she had paint
2: cans already on strings and everything. There was an iron ready to fall down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, remember, like Wolfie said, this is just the detective's interpretation. Yes,
5: doesn't the detective like? There's some scratch on the guy's face, and then they find skin. On the fingernails? Yes,
3: that's the big, that's but, the big and, mystery. The thing that
5: makes it even more far-fetched is not only is this weird thing happening, but it's not being told from either of the victims, so they don't know that it's true. So it, It's being told from a detective who... Mm. Is, he's just
0: kind of making it up. No, so he, he that, doesn't that,
5: even that, see much evidence. He just sees more. this stuff in the coffin, and he's like, oh, this is definitely what happened. So,
0: Wolfie, that's-
2: are you basically saying that this could have played out in a totally different way, and that's what explains the blood under the fingernails. Because maybe something else happened, and what this theory that he made up is totally off. It, aw- feel, it feels to me. But what li-
5: account if the detective actually made this theory and then like. It- they've said that's the story they chose, even if it didn't really happen, would that be true or false? It would be yeah, true. It, it would be true. Would,
0: they would count it as fact. Because basically the way they do it is like, whoever they got the story from, if that person is claiming that it is a true account, then they do say it's based on fact, for better or worse. So with that said, we have analyzed the story. Let's go on to predictions. Fact or fiction? First up, Mark, what do you think? I, I love this
4: one. but um, And it's tough, because Cop 1's, Maybe tend to be more fact than they are fiction, but this one is too silly. I'm going to go fiction. I've never heard the cop theory before.
0: There is a cop theory. There's a cop theory. There's a cop theory, and I'm going to take the cop Check theory. The books. I'm going to. I've checked the books. I'm going to take the cop theory. This to me seems ludicrous. Yes, but it is based just on a cop's accounting, and even if he's wrong, they would still take this as a fact story. So I'm going to go fact on this one, Kyle.
3: Yeah, it's a cop telling the story, and basically it's a botched
0: robbery fact. All right, Wolfie, what do you think?
5: I mean, someone would have to have known that she wanted to put booby traps in her coffin.
0: There (laughs) would have been a paper trail. (laughs)
2: So true.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. A paper trail that would have stuck to that guy from the last (laughs) story. Wolfie, go first from now on. (laughs) (laughs) So, Wolfie, are you going fiction?
5: Uh, Yeah, I just have to say fiction. This guy would not have made the theory Without them questioning other people first Like this guy did not just figure it out By walking into the crime scene Solves it in five seconds and walks out Like that Ugh. that just can't drop gives, gives the camera the
0: a wink and walks yeah. off all right, Chris. Dang. So
2: I'm going to kind of piggyback here on what Wolfie's theory is. Yeah, but of I'm sure, of course, yeah. he's the only logical <laughs> one among us. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I will say, sometimes we say, well, yeah, no, it could just be based on this guy's story, fact. But we also say sometimes, like, they could still have just made that up as just a fun story to tell. So I'm going to say fiction. All right, we've all predicted. Let's flip a coin.
0: Coin's going to vote fact. So far, the coin is fact for three. And we're going to move on to story number four, which is called Where Have All the Heroes Gone? I just can't believe he's dead. Get over it, Larry. We're here to rob the place, not cry over some dead cowboy. I know. I just feel a little funny about it all of a sudden. You better not be chickening out on me. You hear? I ain't chickening out on you. Good. Because there's stuff in that house worth of fortune, and
5: it's all ours for the take
0: Whose story is this? This is Mark. I'm going to wing it. <laughs> Mark, you're going to give us a summary for this story. What happened?
4: Sure. There is a kind of feiny feamy. This is what happens famous? when Mark wings it. It's very, like, <laughs> fakey. Mm-hmm. There is this famous kind of bonanza 1950s cowboy named Lash. And he kind of went away, and he's making this big comeback. People are getting excited. And he dies of a heart attack, I believe. We kind of pick up at his house, filled with memorabilia, and we see Larry and Johnny, two, like, 20-something... Well, they're probably they're probably <laughs> supposed to be, like, 12, but the actors are clearly in their late 20s, early 30s, um, and they're going to rob all his just, like, kind of memorabilia stuff. But, of course, Larry grew up watching Lash, and he's kind of in awe of him and likes him, but Johnny's like, no, we're stealing his stuff. They go into the house...
5: It's kind of obvious these guys are stupid because you Clearly. see you see them talking about this. They're not whispering, they're just saying it. Yeah, in front And of there's the cops. this crowd of people right next to them. Yeah, who like fans are Probably of him. overhearing this. Like yeah. they, they're all super sad and just the morning in silence and they hear two people talking. I think I would have called the cops. This already seems super fake.
4: Yeah, Johnny's <laughs> like Johnny's like Shut up, Larry. Like, like you know, we're going to go rob this guy. Get it together.
5: Yeah, it's, it's they're not, like, speaking in code. They're literally saying, oh, yeah, no. Th- this guy literally says, oh, yeah, we're going to rob this guy. Stop idolizing him. He's <laughs> an not your idol. We're taking his stuff.
4: Um, so in the midst of robbing him, a statue of Lash turns. And they're like, that's weird. And then all of a sudden, there's a galloping sound. Where's that horse coming from? How is this possible? Then Lash comes out, full cowboy regalia. And he goes up to Larry and Johnny and says, You know stealing's wrong.
5: No, don't you boys know stealing is wrong? <laughs> and they all nod their heads.
4: Then he takes out his whip. Well first he takes his out lasso. A, first he takes out a noose. Oh yeah. <laughs> Then that becomes a lasso. <laughs> and then he lassos them, but it's just like one loop. Like, it's just like a, like a, like a, like a, like a yeah, there
0: are no way it, a, it's actual, a gentle lasso. It's a, it's a gentle
4: lasso. <laughs> he and does not like, tighten the lasso. No, there's no tightening. And
5: while they're trying to escape in like full speed, he's whipping it around in slow motion. <laughs> right. But again, it's
4: a so wide open out. kitchen. Uh, and then the lasso falls on them. They're like, oh, my God. And they
0: look and he's gone. And they just take the lasso off and walk out the door and
4: then just grow up to never steal again.
0: And be Yeah, good the, the host at the end says, and and uh, the two never stole again and led good lives. So this story is asking us to believe, can robbers break into a house, experience some supernatural thing that turns their life around? No. <laughs> well, I'm kind of... Uh, I'm tempted to believe this, Mm. actually, because I just feel like, yeah,
2: I I could see uh, these two kids who are breaking into this guy's house. They see something. It could have been anything, but it could have been in their mind. Who knows? And then they end up, what, just running, dropping everything and just running out?
3: Chris, I'm kind of with you where two young kids like, hey, this is going to cool. We're going to break into his house. And they break into his house. And for whatever reason... Um, they get scared and they get cold feet, maybe and then, and then in they a run dead away. Guy's
5: house. Yeah,
3: yeah, the, for, yeah, exactly. And they like leave, uh, uh, but maybe somebody saw, saw them or something, and they're like, "Hey, why'd you kids go in there? Why'd you leave or whatnot?" And they didn't want to; they were afraid to be like, "We got scared," so they were like, uh, "The the the ghost showed up." <laughs> Like, they came up with yeah, some yeah. crazy story. What if it
2: was in this guy's house that it wasn't him, but it was that cardboard cutout we kept seeing <laughs> of him?
3: <laughs> he just had them all over That's the what they saw, and they thought it was a ghost? Most narcissistic well, cowboy. I know
0: you're joking about that, but there, this story reminded me a lot. Do you guys remember the one about the two people who went to the subway ride and then had this crazy experience? Oh, yeah, that was where like the, episode one. Yes. No,
5: I've never seen this show before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Justin Doesn't remember. But basically, like, I think that... It's similar in the sense that these two kids, probably, like, on drugs, drinking whatever. This is just the 90s.
5: Like, they probably went to that tattoo shop. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. <laughs> they got the tattoos. They were drugged out and then just had this crazy, weird experience, like Wolfie was saying, like, in this dead guy's house and freaked themselves out and probably never stole again. But the question really is, A, would they have told this story?
5: Yeah, that's what I said. Why would two kids... Who were, like, scared enough to make up a ghost story. Say, like, oh, yeah, we went in to rob a house and we ran out because they were ghosts.
0: Yeah, and, and- then if anyone, mm. if they did tell that story, who would, like, believe this as fact? And, like, propagate that and then, like, say, oh, we should base this fact story on these two kids' random accounts? I don't know. It's a little tricky. Just so
3: you remember, Jesse, that story in the subway was fact.
0: Let's go ahead on to predictions. Oof. First up. Not enough to go on. Chris, what one. do you think? Fact or fiction?
2: You know, as someone who could possibly buy into whether they were whether they actually saw some kind of spirit or whether they were just scared and thought they saw something. I still think either way it could be fact. So I'm gonna say fact. Mark?
4: I just didn't really like this one. I'm gonna go fiction.
5: If the ones that you don't like are probably the fact ones because they don't sound <laughs> as made up and crazy. <laughs>
4: Man, Mark, you're-
2: You're (laughs)
3: gonna get shown up. calling me
0: out. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle. Fact.
3: This could happen.
0: Yeah. Did two kids break into a place, get scared, and then say that they saw ghosts? Fact. Oh, man. Fact for me. Wolfie, what do you think? Uh,
5: I'm gonna say fact also. It seems like these guys went into- a house they got scared because they're in a dead guy's house one of these guys idolizes them and they're like oh no I'm gonna be haunted for life I'm stealing stuff from my favorite childhood hero I think that this ghost is just in their mind they might have like
0: Maybe the house was booby trapped. They stepped on a thing, and then it turned on, turned on a projector. A hologram of yeah. lash, yeah.
5: I, I, it just feels a hologram like
0: of it, lies. <laughs> Good night, everybody. You
5: should you should be their new host.
0: <laughs> We're trying gladly, guys. Let's Love flip a it. coin. Coin is going to vote fact as well. All right, this isn't fair. <laughs> Sorry, is Mark. the
5: coin rigged or something? Is it a double sided <laughs> heads?
0: Hey, who's to say? Let's go ahead on to story number five. Can which I is-
5: flip the coin next time?
0: Sure Yeah Okay Let's see what happens But no um, one else
4: is allowed to flip the coin, Jesse
0: No one's ever asked Oh, that's right. oh well, Jeez. <laughs> Let's go ahead on to our fifth and final story of today's episode Which is called War Surplus
3: There's just no way Even if I got a part-time job and financial aid It still wouldn't cover tuition
5: Then I'm not going either Oh, yes, you are I'm not letting you
3: wreck your life because of my problems
2: Well, your problems are my problems Look, I know how rough these past few months have been I've gone through them with you, and I can't just run off to college and
6: leave you all alone.
0: You have to go, Man! Wolfie. You're going to give us a summary of this story. What happened here?
5: Okay, so there's this guy. Uh, his dad was a soldier, died in a war, and his mom gets sick and dies. And then it just skips forward through his life all the way till when he's uh, a grad student from high school, and he like can't go to college because he doesn't have any money and he has uh, this girlfriend and they're driving in the car and having this conversation he's like yeah you need to go to college don't let my bad life make it so that you can't succeed and he uh breaks the car suddenly because he thinks he sees his dad of course the girlfriend doesn't see anything so he gets out of the car uh, he sees, like, in the entrance to a surplus store, There, uh, this guy is standing there, and he's like, Dad, wait up. So he goes into the <laughs> store, and, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, come on, follow me. So him and his girlfriend go in. Uh, he is looking through the store. He can't uh, find his dad anywhere, or employees, for that matter. So uh, <laughs> It's like a Home Depot. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, uh, we should split up and look for uh, this, uh, my dad that I think I saw. So they um, (laughs) then he uh, sees this sheet, like billowing from a fan or something. I don't really know what's making it flap. But then he sees like a shadowy figure
0: behind it. It was very much like a music video, like psych type situation. Yeah, Yeah, did
5: did someone say it was Janet Jackson? Yeah,
0: yeah, it looks very much like (laughs) Janet Jackson.
5: Uh, And he sees his dad's old army shirt with the name tag in it and everything. He's like, okay, uh, look, it's my dad's shirt. And she's like, wait, how did this get here? And like, he looks at it. Uh, and then for whatever reason, he feels something in the shirt pocket. I-, I don't know how he does it, but he's like, wait a minute, there's something in here. He pulls out a slip of paper and it's a letter from like, what was the date? July 10th? 1990. Uh,
4: yeah, yeah,
5: 1990, the day his dad died. It was addressed to his mother. And it says uh, what, he put down a hundred thousand dollars in life insurance under to his, uh, under, his mom, name, yes. under his name under his son's him. name. Yes. Yep. So yeah, uh, and it's like a hundred thousand dollars. That's enough to like pay for college. So yeah. And then he was, says, "Is is this really what happened, or are we just saying a surplus of lies?" <laughs>
2: <Boom>. <laughs> uh, which you guessed, nailed it. Yeah,
5: no, yeah before, the, it pun, right, before yeah,
4: the pun, before the pun happened. I was happens. like, "Oh,
5: he's gonna!" Uh, I was like, "Surplus of lies." And then, uh, like, we didn't really hear the joke, so you rewinded it, and he actually said it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. So this story is asking us to believe: Is it possible that a guy found his dad's? Black like, jacket, jacket at a surplus store. With I an think insurance what it might policy. have been is they yeah.
5: were saying like, oh, yeah, all these like souvenirs he left behind and like yeah, stuff of his memory. Like uh, maybe he was looking for more Of that stuff, so maybe he looks around the town or something for souvenirs.
4: I'm a little confused. I'm going to be the logic police here. I've yeah. learned from Wolfie. Uh-oh. It's a surplus store, so it's just it's not like people in the military don't die and they strip them of their clothes and then sell it. I mean, because his jacket, with the life insurance policy of the day he died, so he didn't get to send that letter, which means he died wearing that jacket. Or the jacket was in his, like, you know, whatever, wherever they were staying, but they're not going to take his stuff and then give it to the army surplus. I think it's like, I just didn't do that. And, did, and does this place not check clothes?
3: Like,
5: I, mean, right. yeah. I, I feel like it's... Like it's like
3: Goodwill it's, just taking something and be like, sure, and putting it right on the rack. Like, and
5: remember, <laughs> this is like a uh, story that could have been semi-true but then they added this little twist to it to mm. make it a little harder to say is this fact or fiction uh you're saying it's PIA. reasonable that this
2: jacket may have found its way to this surplus store yeah, and that they, this they guy probably
5: may have... just donated mm. it because they're like if this guy it, it yeah was i'm just not a opposed jacket. to believing
0: that i think that could be Well, here's the super cynical view of this story is this guy could have just made this story up you know hey I found this soul. I have a crazy story about my life. And just like, is so a story that is. be that this,
5: counted as fact or fiction. They would
0: say it's fact. If he's just telling it <laughs> as it's a fact based story, because like, you know, people want to have stories to tell. I don't know. This, or one this is, tol- easy. is
2: totally made up
0: by the or writers. Or it's totally false. Which we're going to guess right now. That's true. Let's go ahead on to predictions. Fact or fiction? First up, Chris, what do you think?
2: The idea that there might be some force out there, the universe guiding you to this thing
0: that you need. I don't know. I just love it. I'm going to say fact. All right. I'll go next. This is crazy, but I think a lot of coincidences are crazy. There's so many possibilities in the world, and I don't think all of these details have to be exactly as told in order for it to be fact. So I am going to vote fact. Mark.
4: This is such a classic beyond belief story, and I think these ones tend to go fact more than they are fiction. So I'm going to go fact. All right, Wolfie, what do you think?
5: I'm going to say it's fact because... It's probably a fictional story based on fact, so they probably call it fact. He probably got, uh, like, a letter from some relative saying, like, oh, yeah, we looked through your dad's old stuff, and we found this letter in his shirt, and apparently you have an insurance fund or something like that we didn't know about. Uh, like, maybe a relative, like, a aunt or uncle who had some of that stuff that maybe cared for him when he was a child after his parents died. Like, the, is fact or fiction, people? If they want to make something seem, uh, fictional, but then it's actually fact, they have to twist the truth. Like, they can't just keep it exactly how it is, or else it's gonna be obvious. Like, some of them are just gonna sound too crazy compared to the other ones. So, it's, it, I'm just gonna say fact.
0: All right, Kyle.
3: I'm so glad I got to go after you.
5: (laughs) I could be wrong on all of these. Yes, you
3: could. (laughs) We're about to find out. Um, Guys, I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to go fact on all the stories today.
2: You're not going to get a hundred because I don't think there's ever a show that where, where all of them are. But, I but you're likely zero. to get like an eighty or like a sixty or eighty by going
0: that strategy. Yeah, yeah you're like,
5: going to get at least one right. you yeah. know Yeah.
0: <laughs> <There we go. laughs> Hopefully, this may be the day where they're all fiction. Yeah, that's true. All right, guys, we've all made our predictions. Let's flip a coin. <laughs> oh wait,
3: wait, wait. Oh.
5: Hey, oh, I'm oh. doing ad. You. you I didn't can look. Have it I page. didn't look.
0: I didn't look. Uh,
5: it says fiction. <laughs>
0: Oh, the only (laughs) fiction. Oh, interesting. I swapped it out for a real quarter at the end. I didn't want him to know. All right, guys, we've all made our predictions. And in a moment, we're going to find out which stories are fact and which are fiction. Stay with us. Hey, Mark and Chris here. Hey, guys. Uh, So we were
4: just chatting off mic. Since we have Wolfie on the show, we were talking about how we used to watch this show as a kid um, and you used to watch it with your grandma, Chris. Yes, and then you said something very bizarre about your grandma. I said that she had psychic abilities. Yeah. Um, and which kind of threw you? Yeah, I mean it shouldn't have at this point, but um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I wanted to know more, so I forced you to call her. And and we did take a listen.
2: Hello. Hi, Grandma.
6: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't recognize it didn't your name didn't come up and i thought uh-oh <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah we're calling you with a secret number just so that you know i protect my privacy
4: it's your grandmother
2: oh
6: really okay
2: <laughs> so i'm here with mark
4: uh from our podcast beyond beyond belief hi chris's grandma
6: hi mark
4: he never gave me your names i didn't know
6: <laughs> that's right yeah. everybody calls me grandma
2: That's true. Yeah, she's everyone's grandma. I just want to set this up by saying you consider yourself a believer in premonitions, ghosts, spirits, psychic stuff, that kind of thing.
6: Chris, you're talking to your grandmother. I read cards for people and get it accurate. What are you talking about? Of course I (laughs) believe in this.
2: I know. That's where I get it from, too. So what can I ask you what the craziest experience you've had was of all your years of doing things and maybe like experiencing things?
6: There, well, there's two things that stand out in my mind. Okay. okay, sure. One was I'm home in New York, and I'm taking care of the children and your mother and your uncle. Okay, they're they're babies, and I had a neighbor next door to me, Mary, who was a lovely woman. She had children that were just a couple of years younger than I was. Okay, and uh, I'm feed the kids lunch and all of the morning all along, I get a feeling Mary needs me. Mary needs me. Okay. Hmm. So the babies are asleep and I go at the back door and I go next door to Mary and I'm knocking, pounding on her door.
5: Mm -hmm. And
6: I'm there for a couple of minutes pounding. And she finally comes to the door and I said, Oh, Mary, I had it. Is everything all right? I had a feeling you needed me. And she says, Oh no, no, everything's fine. I was just Laying down, I started to take a nap, and I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize for waking you. I didn't mean it. I just thought you needed me. Two days later, she had gone to her doctor's, and she and I had been come knocking on my door two days later, and they wanted to thank me. And I thanked me for what? She was sick, and I didn't realize it. The doctor had given her new medication, and she had taken it two days before for the first time. And it didn't go well with the medication she was already on. And when she went to the doctors and told them what happened, the doctor said to her, go back and thank your neighbor because if she didn't wake you up, there's a good possibility you would have gone into a coma and we would not have been able to bring you out of it. Oh, my God. That's a great story. I don't make this up.
2: Yeah, that's not fiction. That is that's that's fact. How did you sense that it was, was it something that well, you, uh, you heard something or you just felt it? or I don't know. Interesting. What's a you secret? Cannot,
6: the secret? The gift that you're given, you can't question where it comes from. You just have to accept it for what it is, which is a very difficult thing to do. Your mother has the ability to do this. Only she was frightened to death. When she was younger than you, was this happening to her? And I tried to tell her it's not a bad thing, but she kind of like shies away from it, okay? And I haven't done it in years because um I like my privacy. And when you put it out there that this is what you do, okay, you have people, all kinds of people knocking at your door wanting you to do what you do right you know you've experienced it here yeah you know you went to the woman here in Lindenhurst. right or right wherever yeah and it cost you 50 bucks right uh the most i got when i was doing it was ten dollars a shot
2: <laughs> yeah it's much more lucrative now to do it than it was uh yeah i
6: know maybe i should go back into business
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the money's much better now
6: They take away my social security. I might consider it. Well,
2: that may be coming any day. You never know. Um, Okay. So can you tell us that you had one more story? You had one more story. We want to hear it. What is that one?
6: Okay. Um, Back in New York, and I get this feeling that I got to call this person up, this woman. Okay. Now, she was a friend of a neighbor of mine, so I didn't know her very well. Okay. At all. Okay. And I just had a feeling, like I told you, whenever I get these feelings, I call. Well, I got the feeling about her that I got a call. I got a call. I got a call. And I wound up calling her in the afternoon and I said, Hi, Carol, what's up? And I wound up talking to her for about a half hour on the phone about nonsense. Um, about two months later. Okay. Her best friend came to me and said, Marilyn, uh, remember when you called Carol? I said, oh, yeah, that's months ago. I haven't seen her yet. How's she doing? She said, well, I want to tell you, she told me that you saved her from committing suicide. I said, what? And she was contemplating suicide when I called.
2: Wow. Oh, wow. That's. So you felt, so you felt, uh, you felt something, some kind of message that she needed you and you called and just had a normal Mm -hmm. conversation. And that normal conversation is what picked her up and was allowed her to not, uh, follow through with that, Mm -hmm. that day. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. What? Yeah, I know. Oof. That's, yeah.
6: Yeah. That's why when I get these feelings, I, Act on them I don't wait yeah any longer well
2: I mean that's obviously uh, shows that it's it's work you know whatever you're feeling is seems to be like that's what you should do because they keep end up helping people you know
6: yeah but the thing is that you know it's a gift and you can't abuse it you can't explain it it just is something that is. And you have to live with it. You have to come to terms with it.
2: Right, exactly. And it's just fascinating. It's just a fascinating world. And I'm starting to like dive deeper into it with this show, which is really kind of fun.
6: Yeah, well, yeah, I hope so. But anyway, that's that's what goes on. And like I say, you know, I don't advertise that I do this, especially down here in Florida, because they really think I'm a kook, <laughs> you know, <laughs> bad enough with my laugh without the other.
2: <laughs> I think I get my laugh from you, I think, partly.
6: I think you do, yeah, that I thing's been passed do. down for generations. you poor <laughs> oh, <Your poor kid.
2: laughs> uh, thank you, Grandma. Okay. Thank you so much. We had All a great right. time,. Love you guys. I love oh, you too.
6: Let me know when that let me know when I can see this podcast and how I can tap into
2: Have it. Have you ever listened to a podcast before? No. So we'll be the first podcast you ever listen to. Yes. Great. I'll explain it. Uh, I'll explain it another time. (laughs) Now it's not good. (laughs) I know that. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Grandma. Okay. Love you.
6: All right. Love you guys. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.
0: which stories were fact and which were fiction. First up, first story, this one is called Devil's Tattoo. This is the one about the rogue tattoo needle that killed the abusive boyfriend. Now, as a recap, we all voted fact on this one, even the coin. Let's find out what the truth is.
1: Do you think this one actually happened? If you did, we hooked you in. It's a work of complete fiction. Fiction. Okay, well.
5: At least the coin got it wrong. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
3: At least the coin and Chris got we it wrong. We
2: just want <laughs> oh, Chris isn't going to get it. Oh yeah, that instantly
0: vaporized that whole.
5: Uh, that, that, that one should have been last. That way chance. he could have had a chance, and he was like, <gasps> "Shoot!" Oh, that's happened too.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, story number two. This one is called Static Man. This is the one about the. Curse on the guy who cuts down the rainforest, and then paper starts sticking to him. Now, Kyle, Mark, you guys think this actually happened?: Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Wolfie the rest Chris? Of us
5: being a, a logical people think it's
0: <laughs> fake.: Yeah, exactly. Wolfie, Chris, myself, we think it's fiction. Let's find out what the truth is.
1: Was this story too far-fetched to be true? Our research shows absolutely nothing. This would never happen. Fiction.
2: What a fake out. I've never heard
4: of fake out that a swerve ball. Curve ball. Swerve, curve ball, wow. all the balls. So this two fiction to be fiction thing does not work. No. Literally. Wow.
0: Yeah. So that was two fiction to be fact. Must be yeah. fact. Yeah, I mean be must fiction. be fiction. I'm wow. confused. I love. <laughs> <Do> you- <laughs>
5: Facty to be fixed out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, none of us can keep the acronym straight. Don't yeah. even try. The logical
5: try. people got it right. Yeah. yeah
0: there yeah. you go. Man. Chris, uh, I like how Wolfie's looping you under the logical people. This Thank week. you. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> For that story, I was. It's true. Let's go ahead on a story number three, which is called The Bloody Hand. This is the one where the detective comes in and just... You know, makes up his own theory, and who knows? Can I tell you, I'm really nervous about this one because I just thought, with Mark
2: saying that historically, this could have been something that happened like a hundred years ago with some weird contraption oh, coffin. For sure, and that's
3: I- why I voted oh. fact. Yeah, it's probably. Somebody why did you say that in the second there was like a rattlesnake in it? All or right, hit, hit the button. <laughs> Let's find out what the truth is.
1: According to our research, reports of this story actually exist. A similar event took place in Europe around the time of the Great Depression. <laughs> fact.
2: A hundred years ago You're a great
1: depression
2: If I had known that, If you had said that During the segment Of course I would have said
0: fact okay, yeah, well, sometimes, he sometimes you hold on To the, okay. the the smoking gun So other people Don't get it right Smoking coffin <laughs>
4: smoking poison cough.
0: The smoking chances of me getting 100. Gone with the wind. All right, guys. Story number four. Where have all the cowboys gone? This is the one about... The no, wind. where have all the heroes oh, gone? Oh, sorry. Where have all the heroes gone? Why isn't it called cowboys? I mean, it's a cowboy. A, because that's the name of a song and they probably... Copyrighted. It. This is the one about the two guys that broke into the house and attempted to steal some memorabilia and were taught a valuable lesson. Now, we all think that this actually happened except Mark Mark you think this is fiction yeah I don't know one of us is
5: getting it right
0: (laughs) one of us is it's true let's find out what the truth is
1: this story was actually based on a similar event that took place in Hollywood during the 1950s fact I was gonna that
5: that does not make you feel good when you're the only person who got it wrong
1: it does not
3: I was going to say, this sounded almost like a Hollywood urban legend kind of thing.
4: Well, that should be fiction. <laughs> urban legends are fiction in this show. You said it They're sounded like— They're throwing out like. all the rules
0: in season three. They're throwing everything out the window. All right, guys, let's move on to story number five, which is called War Surplus. This is the one about the guy who saw his father and which led him ultimately to a life insurance policy and allowed him to pay for college. Now, we all think that this story actually happened, except the coin. Let's find out what the truth is.
1: The story of a young man whose college education was paid for by the unexplainable appearance of a ghost is inspired by an actual event. It happened to a young man in the Midwest in the early 90s. Fact.
5: Okay, if the coin had been right with that... Oh. <laughs> it, it's worse when everyone gets it wrong and then an inanimate object gets it right. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That's yep.
0: embarrassing. It's not a good feeling. Exactly. We've fought we often. We, 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 yes, we have. Let's go ahead and tally up our results and find out- uh, How we did. How we did. Um, Ooh, did. I
5: feel like I would have gotten an F on this if it was like a school report
0: thing. Oh, don't worry. It is. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, no, never mind. I got like, a we're C. sending this to your teachers. Yeah, you just yeah, this,
0: this goes on your permanent record. Oh, I guess. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, did anyone only get one right this week? Yeah, that's Mark. Mark. Unfortunately, Ooh. Mark, you're usually, uh, usually are, our good. top player. Yeah. You know, well, what happened this week? A little too fiction to be fiction got to I, you. I followed the rules. You
5: got scared of me. <laughs> I was. <laughs>
0: Let's he went after Wolfie. I was happened. very intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> As we all were. Did anyone only get two correct this week? Okay. No one got two. Did anyone only get three correct this week? Not only. Did anyone get three correct? That's I got three. Good.
5: Yeah, that was yeah. Funny.
0: Wolfie, Kyle, Chris tied. all tied at three. Yeah, getting three is actually pretty good for this show. It is. 60% yeah. is above flipping Okay, That's my all, average. I'm going to go all fact every week. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> Just switch it. All fact, all fiction, all fact, all fiction. <laughs> oh, Just yeah, rotate. Sure. Guys, I got to say, I got four out of five this week. Hey. Oh, nice. So you're our winner this week. I am the winner. Thank you. I thank thought you were going to get five out of five. I was really mm. pulling Which for Which one it. did you get wrong? Uh, the one I got wrong was the first one that we all got. Oh that's right. That's right. That's yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. did
5: even the coin get that one wrong?
0: Yes, the coin. Oh, how did the, did coin, do? Oh, how did the, the coin,
3: coin do? The coin got 40%. So 2 so, out of 5. So um, it beat Mark. Beat me. It beat Mark. And that's it. Mark. Oh well. Sorry to disappoint. Well, that was a really well, fun fan. episode. I
5: hate losing to inanimate objects.
3: Yeah, but
2: we but you beat the coin,
5: Wolfie. At least I can't say that I've ever done that. <laughs>
2: Wolf- Wolfie, did you have fun today? Did you like the show? Did you like the game of it?
5: Uh yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. Like the Stories were kind of weird, like, I was thinking they were gonna be a little bit e- easier to distinguish. They all just seemed like something uh, someone pulled out from, like, Dr. Seuss's trash can. <laughs>
2: That's
0: I think we have the title of the episode. <laughs> Fantastic. Wolfie, thank you so much for joining us this week. It was so much fun having you on. But it was Mark's my spot, first though. time. It's true. First time, 60%. You did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. it might good have job. been
5: beginner's luck. You don't you don't know.
0: Who's to say? Who's, Who's to, to, say? to say? Um, and thank you all for listening at home. And until next week, this is beyond beyond belief. Beyond Beyond Belief is produced by five friends living in Los Angeles. Our theme song was written for this podcast by David Russo, who composed music for the original series. Our introduction is voiced by Mark Winston. If you liked our podcast, subscribe and rate us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and tell a friend. All the audio clips are used strictly for educational commentary and are copyrighted by original creators. You can send feedback, questions, or share your own story that is Beyond Belief by visiting our website at beyondbeyondbelief.com, as well as find the show notes there and links to us on social media. Thanks for listening. Let's go ahead on to our fifth and final story of today's episode, which is called what was the name of this one
5: uh, Wasn't it like
0: War surplus Okay Let's go ahead on to our fifth and final story of today Which is called War Sur
5: Surplus <laughs> Thank the you surplus of lies <laughs> Surplus of
0: lies Jesse This
5: is my story right It is okay, uh,
3: uh, <laughs> one, one second One second Hold He's on gonna one. say it correctly first <laughs>